Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, guys? I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. We are the Conscious Collaboration. Hey, yes, Emily. we are. <laughs> We're the Raspy Collaboration yep, today. Yep. Everybody gets to listen to me with my laryngitis mm-hmm. that I got this week. But, you know, as Emily pointed out, there are people out there that enjoy listening to a raspy voice and find that rather desirable. So, yeah, you it's know, here's your opportunity. Voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to step my game up. Okay, well, (laughs) let's do that. You know, like, because we're in this conscious collaboration, we have that ability to feedback off of one another Mm -hmm. and make some tweaks in our game and what we bring. So that's a little bit about what we're talking about today is what exactly is a conscious collaboration? How do you recognize opportunities to consciously collaborate? And how can you thrive in that business relationship? Um, And it's, I think, very valuable and adds a lot more um, fun and joy and expansion in business when you can identify those that can work in harmony with you and add to your services. Um, You can share clients. You can add value to your client services when you can identify these people and it can cause a lot of personal growth as well. Mm-hmm. So Emily, we were talking a lot when we first met um, earlier this week, talking about our conscious collaboration and what is the definition in your opinion of conscious collaboration in re- relation to business? Uh, the definition, no pressure. Um, I mean, <laughs> I think of it as you know, quite literally working with others, collaborating, right? Um, What makes it conscious, uh, I think, is uh, in large part the intentions of the people in the collaboration, Mm -hmm. um, which, as we were just talking about, um, and I don't know if I would have come up with a a definition like this uh, before having that conversation, but, um, but a big part of it being like intentions for growth, both on a personal level and, uh, you know, as a collaborative mission of growth of the collective of the group. Um, So, you know, talk about what is not present in a conscious collaboration. Uh, you know, like, I don't want to say competition in general, because I, I, do, I do believe that sometimes a little healthy, like motivating mm-hmm. kind of competition is, mm-hmm. is good. Um, but, uh, y- you know, cattiness, gossip, um, self-serving uh, intentions and behaviors and things like that um, clearly decrease from the consciousness of yeah you're right because like 
if you're doing it all just for the money or the exposure, mm-hmm. it's going to be very right. short lived. Right. It's going to be apparent in, you know, any production that comes from from the group. And then obviously group members will be able to pick up on that too. Um, I mean, think about like uh, when you were in school, um, any any group projects that were actually successful and <laughs> hard to think of, isn't it? I was like the person who'd be like, just give it to me. I'll <laughs> like, like, I'll do that. You know, um, uh, maybe a little control element too there, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the most successful like group school projects, um, were when everybody's energy sort of worked well together. And maybe that's why it's hard to get a, a mm-hmm. good, uh, a successful group school project because, you know, it's kind of arbitrarily matching energies mm-hmm. and um, that doesn't often work. You couldn't just, I mean, you could, but it, it's infinitely more challenging, especially if you're talking about a business venture to just go into a room of people and just like kind of randomly, you know, start associating with a few people without like letting, letting the energetics come into play. I think because the best collaborations that I've ever been involved with just organically came together because, you know, when, when you as an individual are focusing on growth and self-development and you sort of find yourself in the flow, you become more attractive to Mm -hmm. all things that are, um, you know, meant to be on your path, including business collaborators, such as yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, like I like a lot of what you're saying. So I just wrote down a few words that came to mind um, and not in any particular order. So sharing a like-minded vision Mm -hmm. um, or a goal, Um, each person bringing their own perspectives because each person has their own life path journey, um, their own framework of what is possible, not possible, what they've experienced. So in order to allow there to be growth, it behooves you to be around people who have experienced um, things outside of what you even can believe is possible mm-hmm. um, to challenge you. Because otherwise, you're just going to think only what's possible is what I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be between these two low and high points. And then uh, another part of it is vulnerability and trust, um, being able to share who you are at your core, um, and express, you know, your challenges, where your shortfalls are and what you excel in. And then, um, the self-awareness too, the self-awareness aspect and honesty, um, transparency that, you know, this is, um, this is where I'm at. Um, this is what I can bring to this, um, towards our goal, our vision. And so then you're able to fill in the gaps too. Mm-hmm. Like see, okay, yeah, like we actually do fill in the gaps here. Um, like you said, intention's very important. And we talked about in the last um episode with alignment. So doing that alignment work and really looking at all the parts of you and so you can be holistic and how you're showing up so that you can be, you know, you might have your mindset. Christine, but if you don't have your, and I say this as I have laryngitis, 
But if you don't have your health and wellness up to par, you won't be able to sustain to have the longevity and success. Um, and then just being genuine. So a lot of these words we were talking about, again, they cycle back to relationships as in partnerships, personal partnerships. Um, and you hear a lot of talk about conscious relationships, but you don't hear a lot of talk about conscious collaborations in business. But a lot of the principles do carry over. And we do notice that there's a lot of um, congruence between yeah. between the two dynamics. And it's almost like, um, you know, it one can benefit the other in a way. If you're Absolutely. I think there's a ton of overlap. Almost, almost anything, <laughs> you know, uh, aside from intimacy and stuff that you could talk about um, in mm -hmm. interpersonal relationships, I think can be applied to some degree um, in business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really requires a lot of um, <clears throat> deeper communication skills and listening and being able to check in and make sure, you know, with one another that you are moving forward, that you in the same direction, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, that's like a frequent, it's not like a, you know, Hey, Emily, we, we want to do this podcast, um, together, you know, these services together and we commit to that and think, just set it and forget it. Like we don't have to come back and visit that again. It requires us checking in, you mm -hmm. know, where we are and what do we want to pursue in the moment? And then putting some, again, like action, action behind that. Mm -hmm. and momentum and <laughs> steps. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think when you think about the, benef the benefits of conscious collaboration in business, how do you see that benefiting um, the collective or perhaps our clientele or the people in our groups? Uh, well, it's like, our powers combined, you know what I mean? Like, um, I have a certain skill set mm -hmm. and a certain perspective on things. You have a very different skill set and perspective on things. But when we put those two together, and one, you know, excels where the other lacks, mm -hmm. then it makes a really powerful unit <laughs> to achieve things that wouldn't be nearly as, you know, impactful if we were trying to do them individually or just they wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know what you know, and you know you don't know what I know, and I think that um, the right collaborators also can see things in each other um, that you know maybe is harder to necessarily see or believe about ourselves. So essentially, it's the hype squad effect, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I like that. 
I think for clientele, I mean, I, there's no way I could, I mean, sure you can YouTube how to do virtually anything. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of feng shui things out there that you could YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of health, wellness, fitness, sure. Right. Training you can YouTube. Um, but it wouldn't be, I mean, on the clientele side, if they're receiving our services, um, it would take years of YouTube research and analysis to be able to round out an experience yeah, in, in a way that's succinct um, and actually probably even more fun. I mean, what's, I don't know, what's more entertaining, <laughs> you know, or engaging for a client. I mean, I think on our own, we're pretty entertaining. But we together. are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but what's more entertaining? <laughs> you know the answer. <laughs> and it's more fun. It's more Two fun. Two air signs to... walk into a bar. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And they get a lot done. And, and they, they get a lot. a lot done, but you're not quite sure how because mm-hmm. you didn't necessarily see any work taking place, but. That's the best feeling, you know, it doesn't have to be begrudging or a giant to-do list, but the best things get done when there's a lot of joy and enthusiasm punched behind. It's a little begrudging when, when I have you do squats. Oh God. Yeah. I'll never, I mean, I forgive you now, (laughs) but that those like four minutes of squats feel like an hour to me. Yeah. I like a lifetime. Yeah. It's the only time in my life where I kind of like question. I'm like, does she like me? <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of I'm like, I really don't moment. think she likes me right now. But you are making me better. So I thank you for that. I'm grateful for that. I would never make myself do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a benefit, mm-hmm. you know, in that. Mm-hmm. Just a little begrudgingness. I mean, begrudgingness. Yeah, but I I mean, if I wasn't having fun, I wouldn't keep showing up. True that. You know, I can, if you can get through a few minutes of being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. all the good outweighs that. I mean, I wouldn't appreciate appreciate all the the fun and the other things that I'm naturally good at if it weren't for those, if it weren't through like suffering through the things I don't like. Mm -hmm. Amen. Do your squats. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yes, I will. Yes, ma'am. After mm-hmm. this. <laughs> yeah. So squats are not my favorite. I wouldn't do them without you, but they make me a better person. Mm-hmm. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red Light Therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c o l l a b 15 for a discount on your device so talking about conscious collaboration and i think what we're trying to eventually 
um, grow within our conscious collaboration collective is an environment where people can feel safe to share what they've been experiencing, what their goals are, so they can start identifying within the collective. Hey, like you may live in Canada. I live in Florida. Um, we have this shared vision in a world today where you can have most of your meetings virtual. There are no bounds there. People can start identifying, okay, like you're bringing this experience for, I'm just trying to think random people in our group, um, people that work in parenting, um, conscious parenting. That's someone within our, our group and learning ways to um, parent differently with your children to reduce stress in your life, to support yourself as um, and your and still maintain supporting your yourself and where you're going as a business owner, that person may very well collaborate with someone that makes um, there's another person in our group that does um, a lot of gift baskets for um, uh, you know women who are um, you know baby showers, um, welcoming a child into their home. So those two would be great collaborators. In um, maybe perhaps adding a pamphlet to the new mom basket and sharing like, okay, here's your new mom essentials. But looking forward, you might want to connect with so-and-so um, to, to look at ways to consciously parent. Um, mm-hmm. Because once you get through that, like, you know, the, the storm of the postpartum period, okay, now you really have to start getting ready to parent. Mm-hmm. So that would be an example within our collective where perhaps people can start connecting those dots and seeing, okay, here's an idea to expand and maybe learn something new about an area that I don't know very well about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think being able to recognize your um, collaborator or potential collaborator requires just really having an open mind, but also being willing and being brave enough to put yourself out there. A lot of people, when they're starting their businesses, kind of keep it close to themselves. And they're almost embarrassed to say, like, this is who I am now. I don't know why. Do you hear that a lot from people? The imposter syndrome kind of thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot from uh, students and Mm -hmm. people that I'm mentoring. They've completed all their studies in feng shui. And they almost keep themselves um, in the closet that they're even doing feng shui. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it takes them. They're like, I'm embarrassed to say this is what I do. Well, once you can do that and voice who you are and what you're bringing and value, then someone can say, I see you could be a good fit in working with me and how, you know, we can work together to, for example, you know, help people um, move from state to state, relocate, transition. Um, there's there's a lot of potential to enrich in what you're bringing in your profession by um, opening up a little bit more and being a little bit braver about really, you know, anybody can go out there, for example, and be a, I'll just use feng shui professional. Again, anyone can go out there, learn, study further, you know, the years, achieve, become that. But what is it that they're doing and why do they set out to do what they're doing? Mm-hmm. So like knowing your rise, knowing what makes you different from everybody else 
makes you non-competitive to someone um, because you can better stay in your own lane. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you know, two feng shui professionals work very well together. Two interior designers work well together. Um, we work well together because we're able to recognize and be really um, true to who we are. And then, you know, being able to say, this is my skill set. I'm going to stay in this lane and honor where you are in your lane. Mm-hmm. And also where we're headed continually. Yeah. Word. Word. <laughs> we stay in our lanes. Yeah. I mean, what are some other like rules that help? Rules, maybe like rules. rules yeah. Lanes. I was like, ew. ew. <laughs> Two air signs said rules. Ew, rules. Um, no, I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think rules is it at all. I, I, it's almost like when it's a really, really good collaboration, there's just an understanding, but of course, going back to like, where you can look at the, um, dynamics of a healthy personal relationship, Um, you know, being able to assert boundaries if need be, uh, is, is important. Um, so being a person who, you know, can accept boundaries without being offended or, or something like that. uh, I mean, and being a person that can even like, just like in personal relationships, do you even know what your boundaries are? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You have to, or else that's a, that's a setup for disaster. Yeah, for sure. And so yeah. you can't do the thing where you sort of just don't mention anything, even though there's something happening that you're not cool with just to keep the peace, you know, same, same kind of thing goes for these business collaborations. Um, Cause just like in a personal relationship, you know, what, what handled in that way, which is not handled, swept under the rug, will then turn into like some huge issue down the line because it's just building up and building up and building up under the rug until you're like, what the fuck is this mountain under the rug of like mm-hmm. dirt? <laughs> if you just bring it up at that time, you know, in a non inflammatory way. Um, then it, it could just be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah. You might have it's like a time. tiny moment of discomfort and then like, everybody's like, okay. So, and then you don't have to deal with it anymore. One fun thing that I learned, um, and we talk about this a lot too. And with our circle of friends, um, and we have such amazing friends, by the way, I want to say with unique they're studies, cool. yeah. um, they're all like <laughs> wizards in their own way. But so if you, if everybody hops on back to our episode with Rachel Weaver Mm. and human design, learning my human design and then learning and coming to understand others around me and their human design has helped me like tenfold and knowing how to communicate in a way um, that can be received better. For example, um, I, in human design, I'm a projector and you're a generator. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So like match made in heaven, right? It is because projectors, we don't generate our own energy. 
Um, whereas you are just like a motor, always generating energy. Um, a projector, by the way, and I was just joking today about <clears throat> projectors love to give advice that no one even asked for. <laughs> mm. That's like, we can't stop ourselves. I mean, so coming to understand that I'm a projector, it's really important in a relationship for me to say, is it okay if I offer some advice before mm-hmm. just like rattling it off? Um, but also for you to know I'm a projector, you might know my tendencies to do that. Um, I like to give guidance. I like unsolicited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I identify the people and I can see like the potential and the path and where they're headed. And, and it's like, I feel connected to people in that way where I just want to like help, help, help. Um, but I can use that projector guidance desire in relationships, working and, and personal in a way that, you know, can work, work and collaborate towards a shared vision very well, you know, mm-hmm. coming up with the processes and being a generator, you have the ability to multitask, do things back to back, um, really good at coming up with all the steps in between and the action items and then putting your energy in there. So like really, if every projector could find their generator or their manifesting generator, um, you know, those are like dream teams. Mm -hmm. And there are some Facebook groups out there I've seen, you know, certainly some of those members are in ours as well that do um, delve a little bit more into that topic where, you know, and Rachel has fun, for example, um, with her copywriting to help teach people, okay, this is your design. This is how you use it to help better your communication. And, um, you know, it can, it can help. Whereas you're talking about those random groups that businesses and schools will put together in projects Mm -hmm. and no one knows like how to function, who's the leader, Mm -hmm. what are they bringing? Well, like I know back in the day, they used to do the what is it called? The, the Myers-Briggs or whatever. I think I'm like an INF mm. something or an ENF. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like doing that type of work um, to know what your type is, whatever it may be. And then um, the people around you can help you learn and navigate like this person is going to do really well in this role and kind of like alleviate the pressure from yourself. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, for me, um, I need to like wait for an invitation mm-hmm. sometimes on like, what should we do? You know, someone's like, Lisa, what should we do here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can very well like could see that. Um, and then you have the energy and the drive, um, the vision and the motivation um, is, is very valuable. I mean, just to recognize that. So I definitely recommend everybody if this is something that they're interested in, we definitely should have um, Rachel Weaver or, um, you know, one of our other human design friends come back and talk a little bit that, about that in terms of collaborating and um, in business and, and personal, really. For sure. And don't get me wrong. I think it's um, a good survival skill to learn to be able to just work with random people at, you know, the drop oh, of yeah. a hat. Um to be able to, but when you're talking about a conscious collaboration, 
um, that's that's a whole other layer of examining how these energies are going to work together um, to create. Yeah. Did you just say co-create? I didn't, but that would be. I feel like we should anonymous <laughs> create slash co-create <laughs> create together. Creating yeah. Together. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we were pulling on the energetics of this um, divining of the Yijing, we were talking about um, the importance of composure and contemplation and co-creation and it really together, you're able to better connect the dots on things um, working in isolation. Sure. You know, you know yourself best, you can get into the rhythms and the routines, but are you able to evolve in that space? Mm -hmm. Like, do you get to a place where you're stuck and you're like, this just isn't even fun anymore. Um, I'm tired of my own routines, you know, so making that commitment to find someone to collaborate with consciously is really, um, you know, is very valuable for anybody's life path and life feeding their chi mm-hmm. you know, because ultimately if you're not feeling that life force um inspiration on your journey you're just gonna re you know return to that i'm stuck this is groundhog's day um you know i don't even see the point in this anymore kind of mm-hmm. so this conscious collaboration is really invigorating it's, it's expansive and i think it's very magnetic um and I think we've experienced that in coming together um, first as friends and then deciding we're going to do business together. Um, You know, people really gravitate, like they're able to see, you know, a little bit of themselves in each of us. Um, And it's a little bit stronger of an energetic, uh, what we're emoting energetically Mm -hmm. together. Absolutely. So how do you feel about continuing this inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective? I feel like we need to do a live. Do it. Let's do it. Let's continue it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, next week when I have a voice, but. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, let's Lisa do that. has to shut up for the rest of the day. Oh. That's her assignment. I never realized how much I took speaking for granted until mm. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I love talking. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I feel, feel wounded from not being able to talk. <laughs> I really appreciate everybody tuning in and bearing with me and my laryngitis. And I, I liked it. And we're going to add this to our OnlyFans channel. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're starting an OnlyFans channel. Originally, it was for our hyperextended elbows, but we might add a, I don't know, do they have raspy voice? I don't know how it works, but I don't we'll know. have raspy, raspy voice and hyperextended elbows oh but yeah in all and in all actuality emily and i are going to be putting this content on a youtube channel Mm -hmm. so if you want to be in the know and first to receive that (laughs) we have a lot of content to dump on there we're still getting it up and running um it would definitely behoove you to jump on inside of the close and private facebook group because we'll be announcing it there first Mm -hmm. and you might get a chance to appear on it with us even ooh ooh, ooh. yeah talk about a bigger conscious collaboration mm-hmm. 
looking forward to it. Well, Emily, thank you for hanging out with me. I feel like a changed person already today. And I thank will- you and happy birthday week. It's Lisa's oh, birthday thank week, everyone. You. Yes. <laughs> yes. Older and wiser. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a good year. All right, everybody. Well, look for ways that you can connect with us more and the link provided in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. We're still looking for those handwritten letters that you're supposed to be sending in. And we will talk to you again soon. Talk to you in five. Talk to you in five. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.